0: The Sich is Chelik Zion Purim Gimel, a summary of the Sicha. At the end of the Megillah, it says that Mordechai Yehudi became the second in command to Achashverosh. She joined the government of Achashverosh. She was able to um, advocate on behalf of the Jewish people, and Rotzi Leroyv Echov, His behavior was pleasing to most of his colleagues. From which the Gemara learns that it was only pleasing to most of his colleagues, but some of his colleagues separated from him. That mo- some of the members of the Sanhedrin separated from him because he was he didn't have enough time to study Torah as much time as he had before because he was joining the government. Mm-hmm. Then the Gemara continues from this: we live, we learn. I don't know from this we learn, but God will talma Torah. The study of Torah is even greater than saving lives well how do we know that because in the uh, Tanakh elsewhere in Ezra and Nehemiah, it lists the members of the Sanhedrin of the colleagues of Mordechai and he is number 5 on the list in other words of importance in another listing he is number 6 on the list so we see that he went down in the esteem of, the, of his colleagues because he joined the government so we see from here that the uh, saving lives that the learning Torah is even greater than saving lives So we have to understand, if, as the Gemara says, that learning Torah is even more important than saving lives, so then why did his name go down only one level in the list? That doesn't seem like a very big demotion. So we have to understand that. Also, what happened with uh, Mordechai? For, For many years, he was part of the government of Ahasuerus. So either way, if... He agreed, if they convinced him that what he was doing was wrong, then he should have given up his gov- his position in government and gone to do, to do back to the Sanhedrin, or fully ch- joined the Sanhedrin again. If he disagreed with them and he argued with them and convinced them, so then why did they separate from him, remain separate from him? Either way, one should have convinced the other so this uh, the explanation is Ittaka says that he was only a number of them disagreed with him but most of them agreed with him so then the question becomes if most of them agreed with him so what is the Gemara saying that the the learning of Torah is greater than uh, saving lives most of the Sanhedrin agreed with Mordechai that he should uh, go to save lives so what does it mean that he so how does the Gemara prove that saving lives is only second to learning Torah. So we have to understand, most of them agreed, but some of them disagreed. Why did they disagree, if uh, if the majority felt that it was right? Also, from the fact that the Gemara, the Gemara brings these two things together, some of them left him, and therefore concludes that learning Torah is greater than saving lives. These are two contradictory statements. The fact that most of them agreed with him, means that Saving lives comes first before learning Torah. So we have to understand what's going on here. So to understand this, we look at the, what it says here. They separated from Him. A small number of the members of the senate separated from Him. It doesn't say they argued against Him. They disagreed with Him. It doesn't say that. It says they separated from Him. What that means is, not that dis- they disagreed with what He was doing they said that this was not something that they could do. They had to go a different way. Even though most of the Sanhedrin felt that they, that was the right way to go, but they said, this is not for us. We can go in the way of Mordechai, and they went their own way. And this can be understood based on the story of the The Friedrich Rebbe, when he left Russia, and he settled in Riga, he put together a committee that would work to benefit the Jewish people that were stuck back in Russia. And he invited Rabbonim and act- activists and all kinds of different people. One of the people that was, that was invited to was the Rogat God. And then he wanted to make a committee that would meet from time to time to plan and execute things that would be of benefit to this, uh, mo- to this uh, organization. The Rogat refused to join that group. He didn't want to be part of that committee. And he said... That his joining the group is, de- ba- is dependent on a between the Bavli and the Yerushalmi What did he mean? The Babli says, the, the Gemara says, asks a question in Mimsech the Brachas about the Chsidim and the early Chsidim would spend nine hours a day in their davening So the Gemara asks, they spent nine hours a day, when did they learn Torah? How did they learn Torah? How did they get any work done? The Gemara answers, that because they were chassidim, their Torah their, their was mishtameres, which means they retained their Torah. That's how the Babli puts it. The Yashami says the same thing with a slight change. Because they were chassidim, their Torah their was blessed. What's the difference? Retained means they didn't forget any of the Torah that they learned, so they were able to move on to the next subject without having to review again and again, which is what most people have to do. According to the Yushalmi, it it was blessed means they were able to grasp much more than normal people than they ordinarily would have been able to grasp in a much shorter time. So their learning grew, not just was retained, but it grew constantly because of their dedication to the davening. That's why they were blessed in this way. So the Chava said, if I have to take away time from my learning to join this committee, so yes, I will be blessed, You know, the, I will have the benefit of have, getting a blessing in my learning. But the Bavli only says that you'll be if the if I went according to the Rishonim, that my title would be blessed, which means I would be able to learn so much more in the short time in the time that I lost being part of the committee. Then I would be able to do it. But since we pascan like the Bavli, and therefore only my title would be retained. And I wouldn't have the opportunity to grow in my Torah during that time. And I wouldn't be made up by the growth that would happen later. So therefore I have to decline to be part of the committee. And the explanation of this difference between the Bavli and the Yerushalmi could be explained in the way the Bavli accomplished learning and the way the Yerushalmi accomplished learning. The difference in the way Torah was learned in the Bavli and the Yerushalmi is the following. In the Babli, it says, it's like I sit in darkness. That's the learning in Bavil. The learning in the Talmud Bavli is they're trying to understand the Mishnah. They ask a question. They try an answer. It doesn't work. They try another answer. That one doesn't work either. Finally, they find their way to the correct interpretation of the Mishnah. That's like sitting in a dark room. You're trying to get out. So you feel around, you feel an opening. You want to go out that opening? No, it turns out to be a window, not a door. So you try another one, another one, till you finally find the door, the way out. But if you're sitting in a in a light in a lit up room, you don't have to feel around for the right opening. You go immediately to the door. That's how they learned in the Yerushalmi. The Mishnah is written. The Yerushalmi immediately tells you the explanation, the meaning of the Mishnah without questions and answers, the contradictions and rejections and so on. So therefore, in the Bavli, they could only expect from their learning that they would be—it would be retained. They didn't have the ability that their learning would be blessed, and they would be immediately understand the truth, the correct approach. Because that's not how learning was done in Bavli. In Yerushalmi, the blessing would have come in a way that they immediately saw the correct solution to the problem, which was how they learned in Yerushalmi anyway, and that's why they understood it in that way and that could be the explanation also of the difference between the Miksa Sanhedrin, the small group and the most of them and Mordechai the the Sanhedrin was primarily made up of Rabbonim and Eretz that's where the Sanhedrin sat that's where they came from so their approach to learning was most likely the way it was learned in Yerushalmi, to be immediately, to understand things correctly, immediately However, there were certain uh, uh, Tanoim which had come from Bavel and some of them did come to Bavel and some of them were taken from Yerushalayim and they spent 50 years plus in Bavel because Nebuchadnezzar banished them from Ez Yisrael and he took them to Bavel. So they took on certain uh, elements of how they learned in Bavel even though this was before the Bavli, specifically before the Mishnah but that's how they learned in Babel. So therefore, a number of the Sanhedrin, a small number of the Sanhedrin, learned in the style of Babel. Most of them learned in the style of Yerushalayim. And that's why Mordechai and most of them knew that they could accomplish a lot in the short time that they had to give up. Because they had to give up time to spend in government, he had to, but he could make it up. He could be blessed in his learning. He could maintain the level of learning that the the members of the Son had had needed. Because he in Yerushalayim, they knew that it was blessed. The small amount that came from Bavel, they said, we can't do that. We can only expect that it would be retained, that the learning would be retained, but we can't rise to the level of Mordechai. And that's why they didn't agree that Mordechai should disagree that he should do that but they couldn't manage it and therefore they had to go their own way and they didn't do what Mordechai did still even though Mordechai had the advantage that he could make up all the learning because it was blessed there is a certain quality that, well, that's what the Gemara is saying t'ayra, there is a certain greatness to the learning of Torah which is even greater than saving lives meaning to say there is a group of people who, which are called their entire occupation and life is the learning of Torah and there is a a great quality to that and Mordechai had to give up that quality, that greatness he had to give up, he wasn't totally dedicated to the learning of Torah, he had other things that he was doing now so he had to give that up and that's why he lost one in the order of the listing he lost one position he went from number 5 to number 6 because in the end he gave up this Torah Samum Nasam but still we have to understand another thing in the end Mordechai was a member of the Sanhedrin how does it happen that a member of the Sanhedrin the Sanhedrin are meant to be the seat of Torah knowledge for the entire Jewish people they are the ones that learn and teach and give rulings how could somebody be in the Sanhedrin and be in the government at the same time how do you bring the two together as being a member of the Sanhedrin so the answer to that is we find in Tone Writes that in truth the Sanhedrin should have tied ropes of of steel around their waists and lift up their gowns their their, you know the the kind of clothing that they wore in order to be able to run and travel to the communities all around the Jewish populations all around and teach them Torah where they were. Now even though when if the Sanhedrin leaves their seat in the Beis Hamikdash in the Lishkas Sagazis it diminishes their power because they're no longer able to give rulings on capital cases which means going to the communities brings down the level of the Sanhedrin as the Sanhedrin still the Tzadim says they are meant to go to the communities that's more important than maintaining their esteem and their power as Sanhedrin so we see that even when you're in the Sanhedrin doing things for the community that's the real purpose of Sanhedrin that's the, that purpose overrides even the esteemed position of the Sanhedrin, in the same way Mordechai, even though it took away from his Teirosa yomnosai from his esteem as a member that is totally dedicated to learning but because it was for the need of it (coughs) it was for the need of the community and for the benefit and to save lives and to benefit the Jewish people by advocating on their behalf therefore Mordechai felt that it was necessary for him to give up the position of Teirassi and in order to benefit the people now we find that the friediger Rebbe would steal from his time that he could have used for learning Tayra and personal growth in order to do the work of saving people and, and sending shluchim and doing things in order to benefit the Jewish people as a whole and he expected the same from the students in the and from the chassidim that they too should give up from their time of learning in order to save and to help other Jewish people and even though we understand that these chassidim were not on the level of their titer would be blessed and that they would lose nothing in their learning they would lose in their learning, but still the Vedic felt that it was correct and right that they should do that because the Jewish people needed it it was essential for the Jewish people to have Sidim and Shluchim to teach them and to guide them and to bring them back closer to Yiddishkeit. And even though most of the time is spent on fundraising and finding a place where the, the uh, clash should take place and printing posters or whatever else has to be done, it's not that you're going there and learning, it's that you're going there and learning a little bit but doing a lot of other work. Still it was worth it because in the end that's what needs to be done and that's also the lesson to each and every one of us from the Megillah mit- and from the story of Mordechai and we know what the Baal Shem Tev says that if somebody reads the Megillah as if it was something that happened back then, Lemafreya all the way back then but it has nothing to say about our lives it really misses the whole point doesn't understand what the Megillah is about it is a lesson to us in our lives so we take the lesson from Mordechai that even though he had to give up from his esteem and his learning Torah and his growth in Torah and his Torah for the Jewish people, so also each and one of us and every one of us has to be willing to give up from our personal development and growth in order to benefit the Jewish people. And the truth is that we find in our personal lives that this is what happens anyway. Our neshama comes from a holy place next to Hashem And what does it come down for? It comes down into the body in order to be able to benefit the body and allow the body to grow and allow the Nebuchadnezzar to flourish uh, in in a positive way and to transform our little shared part of the world that is our responsibility. And then we go down another level because when you get married now suddenly you have to support a family. You have to do everything for the family at the cost of your own personal learning and growth but that's what is expected. And even though this, these activities on behalf of others diminish and they compromise our own personal growth, that is what is expected, and, that's, and Mordechai did it to benefit the, the bodies, the material well-being um, well of the Jewish people, how much more so when we do it in order to save Jewish souls. Certainly that we have to give up our own personal growth in order to benefit the Jewish people, And this will bring the Mashiach very soon.